Let me ask you something. Have you realized that what happens in your mind actually shows up in your reality? Are you living your dream life or your worry life? Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast, where we will reverse engineer what our wonderful and successful guests have done to create a life that they love. So you can too. Welcome, everybody, to our wonderful Dream Team podcast. This is Marissa here and Lisa Hamilton-Smith. Hi, my dear. Hello, hello, hello. Karina, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much, both of you, for having me today. We have our wonderful guest, Karina. She's my friend from school, from the old days. And we have her here because she has a great story of a lot of, of professional growth. She did her um, professional career in the hotel and tourism industry, which is really big in Peru. And then she got married and now she has a wonderful baby and they moved to the US, to Atlanta, right, Karina? Yes, yes, correct. So she is going, she's a very driven uh, woman. So that's why we invited her here so she can share how she managed to create this wonderful uh, dream life. So welcome, Karina. Thank you. Thank you, Marisa. It's so nice to see you again after so many years and to talk to you both and be able to get to know a little bit of, of my life and hopefully we'll have a lot of fun this next hour. Oh, of course we will. So I was telling Lisa how uh, Karina became a big manager. Karina will explain on big chains of hotels here in Peru. And I want her to share our experience because it's very important for us in the Dream Team podcast that we share our experiences of, of struggle, of how we manage to uh, make things come true. And you said something wonderful when you sent me your bio that you are the type of person that always takes advantage of the opportunities thrown your way. So I wanted to, and you know, that is actually not very common and obviously successful people do it so i just wanted to uh if you can share a little bit of that opportunities that you've taken advantage of if there was something in particular that you did so i think the first one was when you went to um the us to work yes i was actually uh studying and there was this uh, program that it was called the student exchange program mm -hmm. uh and it was done in the us especially for students of, of tourism and, and the hotel industry, but to work in Disney World. But oh. what happened, yes, and everybody was so excited to get in the program and it, it was not easy. You had to know English. Uh, you had to be able like to maintain yourself with the salary during those three months, I think it was. And well, I applied to me. What's a great opportunity. I was thinking about building my my curriculum from zero. So I, I just thought it was great to start in, in a company like Disney World. But then the 9-11 came and, uh, you know, Empire State Towers yeah. uh, unfortunately went down. And so they shut the program and everybody was kind of disappointed. But the company that was um, in charge of this uh, found another opportunity at Bush Gardens in Tampa. So I said, you know, let's do it. Uh, I am very good at convincing people about 
great opportunities because I sometimes I never want to do these kind of things alone. So, of course, I had a friend and I told her, this is your chance. We're both studying. And when we come back, we're going to find a job very easy because of the English and etc. So we went there. And we had to live in this small motel. We were teenagers. So the first thing we did after uh, we started our, our first week is that we had to walk like four or five blocks. And in a, it was cool because the program was from January to March when it's okay. summer in Peru and it's winter in the U.S. Even though it was Tampa, we will, it was kind of yeah. chilly in the morning. So we bought two bikes. So that was like the great accomplishment. <laughs> our first... <laughs> Our first paycheck, of, because we were paid weekly, was okay. uh, entirely, you know, we had to buy a $70 bike. So we did that. <laughs> and it was a huge accomplishment, you know, to go to work with a bike. And everybody in the program, there were people from Brazil, from all over, from Peru as well. Uh, they saw us like, you know, you wake up uh, half an hour later and you arrive in five minutes because we had those bikes. And then we had to buy our groceries with the bag. Thank God I had a friend. So we imagine four big bags in the steering <laughs> wheel. It was funny. And it was a great opportunity. And of course, before going back to Peru, mm -hmm. uh, we still wanted to go to Disney. So we knew a couple of friends that had these employee tickets. And, you know, at the end, the, the, the happy ending of the story is that we spent a week in Orlando visiting oh. all the parks. Um well, the challenge, first of all, is, is leaving your home, leaving mm -hmm. uh, your family, even though it's three months, you don't know what to expect. And it kind of makes you like see the world in first hand and, and, mm -hmm. and you have to take care of yourself. We were 21 at that age. So you we were like old. older. We, we felt very old in the U.S., you know, because 21. We could, uh, <laughs> 21. it was like the perfect time, right? And yeah, and another great uh, thing that we did is that uh, we got a driver's license. So oh. we had the uh, actually, even though we only had bikes, <laughs> we came back to Peru with our Florida driver license. And it's like a document from the U.S. And yeah, yeah actually, I, I, I am driven by that because of, of my mom. She oh. always had a saying that, you know, the train only passes once. And oh. that is sticked in my mind like, in everything it's like in everything i have to apply that like what if i don't have an, another chance so oh, i always yeah. try try so to. you have that you so you can say that thanks to this phrase that your mother taught you when you were younger it's kind of you've been aware and noticed that yeah. what if it doesn't happen again what if there's no other opportunity to take advantage uh, advantage of that experience well, that's mm -hmm. really cool. That's really good because, you know, you were so young and, you know, how, you know, Lisa, here in Lima, we're kind of old fashioned that way. So you kind of don't leave your house until you're married. So now, yes. So it's yeah. kind of now in this day and age that you find more independent young women and young men that, are, you know, and but they will start in the 25, 30s. So being 21, you're still a kid here, right? You're still under your parents' wing. So going abroad yes. to work by yourself, you know, it's kind of a big deal. It's a big, it's a big experience. And I've heard um, lots of kids doing it. And then when they come back, not only 
they've been independent and had this job opportunity, but they have another view of the world. So Karina, tell me, did you, when you came back, did you see things different here in Lima? I actually did, you know, be, because of our, our father's work in the Air Force, uh, mm -hmm. I was able to, to live abroad at a very young age. Maybe mm -hmm. that made me a little bit scareless. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. At the age of, of 10, I was living in Israel, so I had oh. to go to school and I was only 10 years old. And, and it's funny that you know, the first day of school, you don't speak the language. Well, it was in English. But, you know, I had to make friends from zero. So I kind of was, was uh, used to that. When I was six, I, we also lived in Washington because of a course of my mm -hmm. dad and also meeting friends from zero. And then I think uh, when I was 19, it really is when, when it really struck me. We, my dad had to go to Moscow and I was studying. So I went to Paris uh, to do a course in, in mm -hmm. Le Cordon Bleu, even though I don't even fry a chicken, uh, an egg. <laughs> uh, but I did. I went to study kitchen and Le Cordon Bleu, and, no other. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a summer thing. It was yeah. only two months. I had to live with uh, relatives. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I, I kind of knew what I was going to expect. But in this especially trip that I was 21, I was by myself, no relative, nobody. And I had to earn money to eat, you know, to make a living. So when I went back to Peru, I really saw things totally different from a point of, of the importance of being independent and independent on your decisions. Because you don't have mommy and daddy there in your home. And as you say, um, I have two older brothers. Yeah. Uh, and they both left the house the day they were getting married. So, Gosh. yes, mommy, and yeah. they get married, mommy, and they're boys, you know. And one got married like at 31, and the other one like at 33. So, I was the only one, the only girl that, you know, yeah. the baby of the family, yeah. uh, you know, seeing the world since I was, uh, yeah, 21. Jesus, you were very young. Uh, yeah, it makes me, I, I'm curious. Um, so when you were, say, in your early teens or your mid-teens, maybe before you went to uni or during or whatever, did you have dreams then? What were your dreams then? What did you think of doing in your life? Where were you going at that point? I was, I was like driven for, uh, like the sky's the limit, like to challenge myself to see how far uh -huh. I, I could get, you know, uh, mm -hmm. while we were, uh, when I went back at 21, we had, um, I had a, an ex-teacher that was a, a director of food and beverage or something in Aruba. Mm. And again, I said, you know, I was not scared to take a plane and go. And I went there for a month mm -hmm. and the papers didn't turn out. So it was like <laughs> no job, nothing. And I had to decide, you know, I have to go back. Mm -hmm. But that told me that, you know, you have to go see, try. If it works, great. If it doesn't, another phrase in my family is that Peru and the house was never going to move. So you come back after whatever experience and you will find us, you will find the house, it, it will move. So well, I had that like, like in my shoulder, you know? 
Yeah, that was my safety net. I think that's really important, actually. It's interesting how when people haven't got that, they haven't, they haven't, you you know, sometimes not having a safety net's good because it, but but also it's so lovely if you do have it, you know. Mm -hmm. It means you can spread your rings and know if you fall, you're not going to fall for them. You're going to, yeah, you're going to get caught. And I think think your parents or or a friend or a mentor, Mm -hmm. somebody, uh, give you those words that says spread your wings and you know I'll catch you if you fall and I think you need that at a very early age. I think it's very uh, an amazing point, Lisa. Also and Karina, that you know actually both things are amazing. Having that safety net, but then not getting attached to it. You know because if you've gotten attached to the safety net, then it's when you get comfortable. But you know I think. Could we say that maybe your dream was always the adventure or feel, (laughs) yes, adventure, or maybe feel empowered and independent, like feel your own? Mm. No, I think the adventure, I think the feeling of uh, not knowing, Mm -hmm. but uh, also the feeling that if, if I could do it, I will feel very proud of myself of doing it. Maybe, yeah, that was my dream. Yeah, so oh, like you yeah, said, I think you said it quite well. You just seeing how much you could accomplish, you know, you just mm-hmm. how how high can I fly? Did you always want to be in? I mean, you started at Bush Gardens, obviously, having said you didn't get the position at Disneyland because they didn't they changed the program. But so, were you always in, interested in hospitality? Was that always your thing? To yeah, what what made you choose hospitality? What aspect of that industry attracted you? Uh, I think the being able, since I I had like uh, many schools in different countries, and and mm-hmm. I I think I learned the ability of of you know making friends right of a right of zero, and I think that uh, I wanted to know people from from everywhere. Like I didn't want to stay in my circle, right. and in the hotel industry, you know, you can see people traveling for work, for business, mm-hmm. for pleasure, and you get to know their experiences, their lives. So I'm a really, I talk a lot. So you have to tell me to shut up. <laughs> and that, uh, it actually helped me in the career. I cannot imagine myself like, you know, in being like in finance or somebody and something else. Like my, my husband is in finance and he doesn't talk. <laughs> he's all numbers, he's all numbers. And I say he, he's Excel sheet and I'm a, a word sheet, you know? <laughs> I think I got it from the beginning. It was like I wanted to do that even before I left school. Like people didn't know what to study, and I, I had it very clear. I had oh, it. Oh, interesting. Because that's the second person we've interviewed. Your other friend uh, was it, Fabiana? No, Adriana. Yeah, Fabi- well, we have Adriana or Fabiana because I've interviewed both. Karina knows them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think whether uh, was it Adriana said she knew from a really really early age what she wanted no. to do. No, um, no, no, no. It was Fabiana because was Adriana was kind of taken through the path when she started working in the gym. But Fabiana knew from early age that she had this sense of style. But oh, let me ask you, Karina. Style, right? yeah. 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 Let me ask you. So in this amazing life, your perspective of things is always the adventure and you are not scared but have you had any experiences that brought you down or that you felt like it was a punch in the stomach or something that kind of shook you in in that short period when you were 21 and you had been traveling for for all this time did you have anything like that or a lot 
A lot. And I think I forget those very fast because I get on the next adventure and <laughs> it's crazy when uh after the Disney thing we had um I had a friend studying in Switzerland okay. and in a hotel school, a very expensive school that of course, you know, my dad being a pilot from the Air Force not a four in Europe, he did an internship in Marbella, that's the south of Spain. Yeah. And we were, you know, at that time I don't know, it, it was a type of chat there was a chat in hotmail yeah. or something oh, he was well, telling yeah. me about this internship and he said you know uh do you do you want to come and i said but if i can you know we can make your school talk to the hotel and maybe they will open the program so i i made the dean of the school the san ignacio <laughs> talk to this uh, hotel in marbella so he did a letter we sent it to spain and they accepted me and my friends, I convinced the one that we went to Bush Gardens <laughs> together. And they said, okay. So we had to go to the embassy in Peru and a lot of paperwork because these two Peruvians yeah. wanted to go to Peter, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at that, you know, I thought this is going to be fun. So we did it. We went there. And what we found out was very challenging. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the dorms were really in a very poor condition. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you had like, if it rained, the water would pour in. Oh. We had to make friends from somebody in maintenance so we could, they can lend us like a paint so we can paint the room because it was, it was really hard. And we had this shared bathroom and oh I think God. they never cleaned it for years. Well, mm -hmm. but you know what? We, there were all girls, there were uh, four Dutch two from Argentina and we were two Peruvians. So we said, you know, we have to do a cleaning schedule for our own bungalow. We have to get all the mold off. And so we started that. Mm. And then we didn't have any facilities to wash our clothes. So imagine we had to wash our jeans in a bucket, in like in a paint <laughs> bucket, and it won't dry like in, in a week. So we didn't have anything to wear. <laughs> And, and it is summertime again in Peru, and I get all these pictures of my family at the beach, in the boat, <laughs> my two brothers, you know, having these parties. And and I really felt like, what did I do? You know, I, I you shouldn't be, where is this going to take oh me? My God. <laughs> and the best part, mm -hmm. no salary. I was only thinking <gasps> of my CV. It was like free you know working for yeah. free in these terrible conditions <laughs> i told my father you know this is for the future you know i want you to lend me like some money every month <laughs> so oh, and he God. said yeah so i think i lived like with uh i don't know uh, uh like pocket money <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we didn't even go out it was you know had to walk from this. This was like at the back of the hotel where they put all the broken beds and broken TVs and, and there were cats. And, you know, we work different shifts. Yeah. So imagine in the middle of the night with all the rats and the cats walking. Oh, and that's my how God, you... no. Oh, yeah. And this is a five-star hotel, but you don't know what happens at the back. Oh, my, yeah. oh, oh, no. my, Actually, oh, my Selena, When I was 17, mm -hmm. I worked at a hotel near London. And... Um, and, it, and then I dated the restaurant manager. He was my first ever boyfriend. And he lived at the hotel at the back. Exactly. It was, and it was a top hotel, just like you're saying. Oh and the, the, the room, oh, he lived in one room. And oh, and yeah, 
I know. They, it's actually a bad thing. I don't know if it... I, I doubt it's even much better today. Probably they have to have standards today because we have more rules. There were no phones. There were no video photographs. Yeah. You can send <laughs> in a, in a snap. Away with it yeah, they couldn't afford now. to do that now. Yeah, no way. But yeah. and so how do you manage to keep up the the mood? So how did you manage to keep up your... Oh, I lost the word. Ah, I hate when this happens to keep yourself up and not get depressed or not get, um, I don't know, fed up and say, you know, I don't want to quit and I, I'm going back to my bed and my daddy and my mommy, they have a wonderful life in Lima. So how did you manage to stay there in such bad conditions? Well, actually, you know, family calls. Uh, first mm -hmm. of all, the, the, the encouragement came from, you know, you're already there and, and just finish it. You cannot quit in the middle. So, of course, I, since day one, I wanted to go back so badly. I wanted to leave everything. Mm -hmm. and, but something like in the back said, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I had to wake <laughs> up. I had to walk. You know, we had a beach. Uh, it was the hotel, of course, was in front of the beach. Yeah. So I said, you know, spend your day in the beach. I don't have to be on my free day in this horrible place. And so I spent the day either working mm -hmm. or at the beach or walking. And then um, what is funny is that, you know, I kind of saved a little bit of money. And what I did is it's crazy. I bought a, a, a tennis racket okay. <laughs> so that I can with my friend, you know, you know, we have to do something like and we talked to the hotel and they let us, you know, use the tennis courts uh, in one hour mm -hmm. a day or something like that. Mm -hmm. Then we did this movie night because there was only like one one TV and we got to know the other girls that were, you know, having the same experience than us. Uh -huh. So, yeah, we, we did a lot of those things just to keep the so things you controlled. You together. controlled your environment. You you took charge we controlled. and you controlled your environment and you yeah. were determined. Actually, sometimes, like, it sounds like you were determined to make it fun despite everything. You know, you, you yeah. made it your job to make it okay. You weren't just going to yeah. be a victim. You didn't have a victim mentality. You had a how do oh. we make this work mentality. Mm -hmm. Of course, not daily. You you really have your days that if mm -hmm. I had a day off of a rough week, I wouldn't get out of bed. I would just stay like... <laughs> Cry, and then the next day I felt so miserable because we only have one day off, and I, oh. I spent it in, in my bed, and, oh, and that yeah. thing changed mm -hmm. the yeah. But, but it was a great surprise when we finished. We had like a tip for this this uh, it was like four months almost. Yeah. Uh, they gave us one thousand euros to each of the trainee, but oh. they saved it. You know, they saved it. They didn't give it to us during the training. They mm -hmm. said it's like to the end, like to a farewell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, I didn't go back straight home. We jumped mm -hmm. in a train and we spent like two weeks traveling everywhere around oh, Europe wonderful. in the poorest conditions, like sleeping <laughs> in the train, yeah. uh, sleeping in you the train station. With, yeah. Of course. So, yeah. yeah, that gave me a sense of, you know, you can survive. And now it's vacation mode on. And yeah. mm -hmm. it, it was summertime in Europe. Everybody's sleeping on the train station. So we grab a bench and. <laughs> just sleep on a bench and adventures like that. And then I went home, but uh, I really felt pampered. And mm. when I got there, I got the, the job at Mary and I didn't last like forever. <laughs> yes, of course. I can imagine how your mom must have pampered you when you arrived, all skinny and tan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but and it's really crazy. Lived. It's 
skinny, mm -hmm. but I arrived with a proposal to work in the hotel uh, with a contract. Really? Imagine in Marbella? Or you're, in or Marbella. No, mm -hmm. in Marbella. And the, my boss told me, you know, uh, mm -hmm. don't go home. Go to Europe and come back. And I said, mm -hmm. I need to go home. And he said, but if you go, you won't come back. And I said, yeah. I will come back. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I didn't. I called oh. from Peru. <laughs> Well, oh, because wow. I had this opportunity in Marriott, I said, you know, I have a month in Peru mm -hmm. and I want to stay here. So what do I do to stay here? Mm -hmm. You know, I need to work. I'm not going to go and yeah. just stay in my room, in my house. Mm -hmm. So I How printed like... How did you get the Marriott? I, I woke up one day. It, it's something like I dreamed. I woke up like, you know, I have to get in the car and I'm going to deliver my CV to every single hotel in Peru, in Lima. Mm -hmm. I woke up very early at 7 and I went Swiss Hotel, uh, Evie's, all the big, big, big chains. And then I got the last one. And this is a story that I always share with, with many friends that it actually, they, they don't believe me. I had <laughs> only one CV left and I went to the door of the Marriott and I said, can I leave my CV? And they told me, no, you can't. You have to send it through the email. So it was, you know, technology coming in. Yeah. And I said, but, you know, nine of them, they have received my CV. Just, I don't want anybody to read it. I just want to leave it here. No, <laughs> you have to send it. You have to send it to, and they give me a little paper with the email. So I said, okay, I grabbed the CV. I went, I was walking to my car and this person with the tag, you know, I knew she That's worked it. at the hotel, uh -huh. came towards me. Uh -huh. And she said, is that your curriculum? And I said, yeah, but they don't want me to leave it. Uh, so I'm going to go home and I'll send it by email. No, 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 come here. And she got me like by the hand almost to her office. And then we sat down and they needed so badly a hostess for the restaurant. So she said, wait here. So she called the F&B manager. She, uh -huh. she said, I have a girl here ready for an interview. And I, I'm like, I'm not ready for an interview. I just, my hair was wet. <laughs> I had a stretcher on. I didn't know makeup. I'm like, I'm not ready. I just want to leave my curriculum. And I want to go. And no, 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 no. Don't move. Don't move. Fill this form. So I start filling the form. And I had 20 minutes later, I'm in an office. I'm having an interview. And I got no. a job as a trainee. And I said, no, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. I've been a trainee my whole life. In Bush Gardens, in Marbella. No, my dad, my dad is going to kill me. I, I need a job. Yeah. Uh -huh. He said, but you know, you can start as a trainee and and you can make it. The first chance is the people inside the company. Mm -hmm. So once again, I said, let's give it a try. Six months. <laughs> no salary. Living by no. my parents. Oh, my God. Again. <laughs> Six months. Six months. And yeah. And then the very last day, they hired me. <laughs> oh, but the, so at, in the end, you did stay yeah. because you stayed there for a long time, right? So And you made yeah. a career in Marriott, actually. Oh my uh, God, yeah. that's an amazing story. I was hired a first year, I was an associate. Mm -hmm. In one year, I was a supervisor. Mm -hmm. And then the next year, uh, I was, no, the two next years, I, I, I got a promotion to a manager in three years. Wow. And then I stay almost like seven years as a guest relation manager. Wow. And what do you do now, Karina? What yeah. do you do now? I'm a mother. Oh. <laughs> kind of the same. Kind of the same yeah. level. Kind of the same uh, level. So you had a career and then you wanted to be at home with your children. You, you... No, actually. No. I, after, <laughs> the, 
after the 10 years in Marriott, I had a, I always wanted to be in sales because I I liked, you know, the selling process. Sales, yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get a position in maritime sales because actually the people still there. It's 16 years and nobody moved. <laughs> so the Hilton came and it was an opening mm-hmm. and uh, there was a sales position mm-hmm. and I did had zero experience in sales, zero. But I said, you know, I'll give it a chance and I'm going to be honest that mm-hmm. I know I have something, but I, I don't have clients. Mm-hmm. So I went to the interviews and I was totally honest. I've been in operations all my life and I really wanted the position in sales and I think I can do it. And, and they hired me in sales and I opened a hotel. So it was two big steps in the career, opening a new hotel and being in the sales team wow. as an executive. So when you say yeah. you, you opened the hotel, so they had a new hotel that they were, you needed yeah. to sell it and set it up. No, so from zero, they yeah. built a building. They, Actually, yeah. you, we they went to work it. with yeah, helmets. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. new carpet. We had to walk, uh, work in socks. Oh <laughs> and then we had the, the opening, like the very yeah. first guest entering the doors. And it was oh. like, wow. So what you is- clap, you know, <laughs> we gave him like a thousand Hilton on our point and... But, you know, we had we were working and, and the lights were hanging, nothing mm-hmm. was finished. And we were mm-hmm. so we went to the companies, you know, talking about this new hotel. They didn't even know. Is there a Hilton in Peru, in Lima? Yes, it's going to be opening. So we're, we're building it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait any second. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and then what made you you retired at some point? Yes. Yeah. After that, I got a position in the Westin. Mm-hmm. Our next colleague from Marriott got a, a very high them position. All. Marriott, Hilton, yeah. Western, you know. All to the curriculum, yeah. That yeah. city's heavy now, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're an executive, and I said, yes. Uh, you want to be a manager in sales? And, of course, the adventure. You know, I just dive in the pool without floating. <laughs> I say, yes, I can do it. <laughs> After a year there as a manager, the director of sales of Marriott uh-huh. changed to a Belmont Hotel top luxury she called me well, we we saw each other i was a manager now so we saw each other in cocktails and in in a lot of events she said do you want to be a director in this hotel Ooh. and i'm like i can't i have just you know moved from hilton and it's been a, a year and a couple of months uh-huh. you know but it's a great opportunity so i talked to my boss i said what, what would you do you know yes yeah, yeah i want to do it do it mm-hmm. so yeah. then a manager in sales then a director of sales then wow. this um then this boss went to a company a train company the trains to Machu Picchu yeah she said Karina this company is uh, has an investment from the US and it's actually in Cusco but we're going to build from zero a sales team in Lima do you want to join me and i one time i said okay let's do it <laughs> so we from zero i wanted to learn how to build a sales team with a call center and mm-hmm. everything so i did that and then I got, I really wanted to settle like in a company and, you know, I, I got to a point that it's enough. Um, so meanwhile, I was married, but my husband, you know, were very encouraged, you know, do it, do it, do it. But then I got pregnant and I was, uh, I had my baby. I was working for a year with my baby uh-huh. born. And then when I was all ready to settle down, my husband comes and says, I have an offer for the U.S. Should I take it? And he's asking me. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> of course. 
take it. Of course, you have to take it. It's the opportunity of your life. What about you? And I said, you know, this is something we have to do together. So I'll put everything in standby. So I quit. And it's going to be two years in, uh, in March. Where are you? Where are you in, the, in the U.S.? In Atlanta. In Atlanta is the headquarters where my husband is working. Yeah. Wow. Gosh, so full-time mom. Full-time yeah, mom. Yeah, but that's yeah. another kind of adventure as well. So let me ask you, Karina. Uh, how... Um, because this is it's what I what what I want people to understand is that you the, it sounds an amazing experience. It's almost like in a movie, you know, you can create a series and a movie like I don't know if you've seen Emily in Paris or, you know, so many adventures. And what about the struggle? Because this is very important because I know you're driven. And what I'm getting is that it doesn't matter. Actually, whatever bad thing happens, you don't even notice. So you, you just keep focus so do you know how do you do that do you do that consciously or is it just a drive do you think it's something that you learn from your parents i think the 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 struggles is when i stop learning and mm -hmm. when i feel like something's going on i really need to to do something because uh, i'm not learning something new uh it happened to me in marriott after 10 years i really needed the change and i knew it was not going to come there so i had to look outside i would never looked outside was so happy in that company mm -hmm. uh and then yeah the challenge of of course opening the hilton was not an easy job and i was just married and i wanted to get back home to my husband to cook dinner you know to be also the perfect wife if i can do it in the work i can do it in in my yeah. marriage and it didn't happen I, i will get home like at 10 like 11 at night and i will cry oh, all really? the way driving and crying and Why were you uh, crying? Because because I couldn't get home to my husband and Aww. I had no time for anything. It mm -hmm. was taking so much from me. Mm -hmm. And then in the West, and I said yes to the manager position. And then all the anxiety of, uh, am I capable? You know, am I capable to? I had a peers that were very experienced. And I really mm -hmm. thought, I didn't show it, but I thought, you know, so unexperienced. You know, and they're going to notice and it's a struggle every day waking up in the morning. And mm -hmm. but you know what I get from all of this is that I struggle a lot, mm -hmm. but then I give myself a chance to look back mm -hmm. and every new opportunity I have, I say mm -hmm. it's going to be hard. But remember, every time you look back, mm -hmm. it's it's comforting. So it's it's happening to me right now. I'm yes. struggling with the mm -hmm. pandemic in a different country. Uh, with a baby with and a I, baby. I was never meant to be a mother, you know, it was not on my tip. <laughs> I, of course I wanted, but I wanted to work and be a mother. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's taken, it has taken a toll on me of what I'm going to do next. I have to look for a job and keep my mind busy on that. Mm -hmm. And I know that, uh, once I hopefully get a job here in the state that I look back, these two past years will be like, uh -huh. you know, I, I had to go through struggle uh -huh. to yes. be able to to go to the next yeah. step it's, it's like no steps comes before mm -hmm. a struggle that's mm -hmm. in my mind yeah that's a very good one very good one because now also you will look back because actually you've had the chance to spend these very important years with your little boy she has the most beautiful little boy 
And it does seem that you are teaching him also to be very adventurous because, you know, the things that you see, she published pictures of her and her boy having adventures and on bike rides and, and uh, you see feeding the animals and, I don't know, walk is, walks in the park. And it's, it seems so much fun. And I think you're kind of teaching him also that life can be fun. Oh, especially. It's, it's not fun. It's, it's, life is challenging. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. So it's it's on us to make it fun. If, if not, anybody is. It's not going to happen easy. You have to work on that. Yeah. Oh, that's... happen. You have to make it happen. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. I, I, my brain's going. Gosh, you're very good at hospitality sales. That's what you've done. You you've sold hotels and things. And oh boy, are they going to need selling when the pandemic? <laughs> So they're going to need to come up with amazing bundled value packages to say, yeah, we're open for business. Come now yeah. <laughs> at some point yeah. in the future. <laughs> Not sure when. They have to. But yeah. you know, the departments that most suffered through the pandemics, the first like people sent home are uh-huh. the sales team. Because oh, you cannot yeah. go and, and visit uh, yes. travel agencies or be in the fairs, you know, all across the mm-hmm. world. And they're mm-hmm. canceling all the fairs. And they're the ones. And I'm really struggling together with my ex-colleagues. But mm-hmm. I know, as you said, Lisa, uh, the comeback is going to be strong. Yeah. Yes. It's going to be strong. That's mm-hmm. curious. They don't, do, they don't do online fairs then. They're not kind of already preceding that by doing online get-togethers mm-hmm. for hotels. They are, they are actually all the meetings are, are, are being held online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to some of my colleagues and they're like busy, you know, but you don't need 10 salespeople to do all the calls or probably half the team yeah. is sent home. The other half is with half the salary that, that they are still working. And, you know, every time we talk, I tell them, it doesn't matter if you have half the salary, you have a job. So, I always look at the glass half full, not half, half full. empty. So I'm mm-hmm. you telling them <laughs> my struggle isn't another thing right now. I'm like, I feel hopeless, no friends. Uh, I can talk to the trees and uh, it's hard. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so it's how hard. are you coping? Yeah. How are you coping with that part? Because you, you are a very outgoing and social person. How are you coping yeah. with that side of your experience now? Because and also it's very I, ha- I lived in the US, in the UK for two years as well. And I'm also like you, you know, always talking, always meeting people. And my husband also is kind of, he's so fine by himself, you know, he doesn't speak much and he doesn't need much. He makes, you know, everything happen, everything interesting, but I do need connection. And I did struggle having a baby because then at the end of the day, you've been with the baby all day and you haven't talked to an adult. And on top of that, you are in, in a pandemic. So how are you trying to cope or what, what? is your half your glass gas sorry your glass half full so what does that mean for you in this situation uh it's been hard uh to the point that i really really wanted to stop this project go back home and Uh thinking i can get a job there and Uh i was thinking of getting my old life back a lot Uh And then I realized after talking to friends, you know, keeping connected, it, that was not helping because nobody's going to go back to their old life. No, so it's all yeah. going to be a new here in Peru, wherever. 
wherever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, so I, after after many months of of yeah, being depressed, you know, mm-hmm. going for walks and and thinking and thinking thinking too much, I talked to my husband and I said, you know, we have to like make a plan for our new life after the pandemic. And he's very supportive. And the good part is that he said, you know, uh, probably we will change cities because mm-hmm. in Atlanta, there's not a lot of tourism, like, for example, Miami. No, he said, we yeah. can go and try Miami and mm-hmm. see if you can get a job there, let's say mm-hmm. half of the half of next year. And though I, I only need a tiny little hope. To get in my brain. Oh, there's that tiny and glimpse of hope again. We've heard that one as all well. Of the, all of the sudden, I'm, yeah, like, I'm having the best day of my life. I feel like I'm taking this as a vacation <laughs> and as an opportunity that I'm, I wouldn't have it in Peru because I know I know me and I would be working and while working, uh, complaining and wanting to be with my son. And I'm like, yes. life is giving me by force the time that I that I, ha- I can enjoy with my three-year-old that many, many, many people can in a normal world, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it had to be a pandemic to make me... <laughs> to make, to make you stop working. <laughs> yeah, to make me stop yeah. working. Truly but that. Is, and, yeah. mm-hmm. But this I think talking to people, Mari. Mm-hmm. Talking, talking to people, people and... and, and Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's hard for me to tell them that I'm not feeling okay because I'm so optimistic and I think people have that image of me and uh-huh. uh, I don't want them to know that I'm struggling but uh, I got to the point that I had to tell really close friends you know uh-huh. I'm really not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel I'm struggling and getting those hope that I couldn't give myself mm-hmm. so you have to reach out and it's been the first time that I had Whoa. to, I don't have my mom here, as you know, yeah. probably she will be my first hand person I'm to sure reach out. I'm sure she's and, there with you. Yeah, I'm sure she's there with yeah. you. Yeah. She's and she gave me this friend, but it's yeah. crazy when I re- reach out to some of my friends. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They told me words that I think I was hearing my mom. Oh. And I don't think if you believe in that, but I thought oh, like, of course I do. She, sending those words to them so that I can hear it from outside. It was crazy. It yeah, gave me so goosebumps. It's to them. Yeah, yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's so sweet. And it's an amazing story, Karina. Really, I'm really proud of you, you know, for being such a, a go-getter, for being, and this interview is going to be a great example for young kids as well, because you started very young. Mm-hmm. And even though it's hard, it's all about mindset. And definitely you have something, some drive that is natural to you. But even though when you struggled, you were honest enough with yourself to ask for help. That's very yes. important. That's oh, very important. Yeah, very, very, very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. something which, um, you know, when we do our follow up show, we can discuss more, Marissa. But um, it was so interesting how you said you you understand that you can look back and realize it works and you taught yourself this lesson you after your first experience with, with struggle at, at um in marbella you know it was so bad right and then yeah. but you you learned you went oh i did that in marbella it was really tough but then i got the thousand euros and i got to go traveling it's, it mm. gave you this sort of lesson if i pay up front and i don't give up i don't know how or where but there will be some goodies at the end of it. And if you look all the way through your life, that has repeated. And yeah, so now so- you're just waiting for the goodies of being in the state. 
I hope so. And and it's not only me now. I'm you know I'm looking forward for my son to have a hopefully a a, a new life here in the states with so many opportunities that many people can have. And I'm I'm driven by that. You know, I have to suffer this this time, and it looks long, but uh, when you look back, it is a glimpse. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and for him, is nothing. You know, this pandemic so far is still in a year from it. So it's well, it started this time last year for China. So it's just over, just under a year. But you know, how many years have we been on this planet? And even if it lasts another oh, year, it's still yeah. only this much. It's a glimpse. Of- yeah, as you said, to use the word, it's just a glimpse. You know, and it's a very good analogy, Lisa, because you know, actually, the human being, as you know, standing on two feet, is being like only 200,000 years yeah. for our species to be like this, yeah. you know, imagine the process yeah. and the earth has 4,500 billion years. Yeah. So a hundred yeah. years on the best experiences, just like that, you know, just a glimpse. So, yeah. oh, this has been a Maybe, wonderful yeah. story, Karina. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. Uh, it's oh, it's, thank it's you beyond both. my expectations today, to tell you the truth. <laughs> it's really wonderful, Karina. And, and what we're going to do now, um, we have a follow-up show. Um, so when, you're, uh, when our podcast comes out with your story, we will then do a follow-up show where we're going to discuss the, the really key principles of living principles. a life you love and how you've gone through what you've learned, and the principles that you applied, which you may not even realize you were applying, but that you were at the time. I now know. You, look back, you can see, I can see immediately what you've done. Yeah. And so that we can help share your principles of life with others so they can live a life they love and, and, and get the experiences you have and keep going. So mm-hmm. it has been absolutely Amazing. fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank so you we'll both. let you go now. So you go oh. back to your beautiful baby. And we'll let you know when we post this so you can share with all your friends as well. It might go on your CV as well. You can use this. I will put it. (laughs) Maybe you become a trainer. Yeah, maybe you become a trainer, a teacher, a coach, whatever. And I think it's going to be, you're going to have a wonderful experience in the US or wherever you wish to go. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me and, and, you know, being able to, to talk about all of this. It has uh, gave me like a hope, like to look back. I look yeah. back at you. You remind me of a lot of things I yeah. I've forgotten. Have to, yeah, we have to never forget that because sometimes mm-hmm. we live only like for today and for the future. But I think that all the past experience are something that we built for we for the next look, step. So yeah, we have yeah. to look back and remember what we've accomplished. And often we get True. so caught up in, well, I haven't got this now. But look back at what you've done. Look back at each challenge you came through and survived and then did better at the end. And know that like life, look, we think life is working, um, you know, like life just goes on. But it it seems like it's good and it's bad, but it's actually working for us. If you look at your life, it was always working for you. Every door that closed, a better door opens. And it's about Mm. having the faith, isn't it, Marissa? And sort of trusting. Having the mindset. Yeah, Karina's mindset is very strong. It's like everything is... It's worth because of that. Yes. So it has to be, keep on working. <laughs> yeah, it's reminding you how brilliant you are and how it will always work out for you because it always has, including Thank you. Day. I need it. I needed this call, I think. Thank you oh, both so for sweet. the opportunity. Yes. I really, you are great. You're doing an amazing job and wishing you all the success Thank all the time. Oh, yeah. So, so sweet, much. my dear. Thank you so much for being here. 
we let you go now, but we will we'll be in touch and you let us know, you know, I think we're going to have to start following your career. So <laughs> when you have these new adventures, mm-hmm. we can come back here enough. and we'll have you as a guest. Yeah, and we'll also because that. I think, we'll do that. We'll do yeah, I think it's very important. People, what dreams they haven't lived yet, then we need to find back if they've actually applied their principles to their future dreams as well as the dreams yeah. they've already lived. Hopefully, <laughs> I will have some some palm trees on my back in of, of my new office. <laughs> I wouldn't even, yes, even doubt it. You know, you are mm. a manifester. You are like a textbook manifester. So you know, I'm oh, sure Mary. time or maybe two, depending on situation, we'll see. And you know, maybe we'll come visit. And we'll do a live. Of course. Yeah. We'll in your be hotel. Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Notice I said. In the house. Your hotel. Your hotel. Oh, like, 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 you know, Karina's hotel in Miami. Exactly. Yeah, who knows? Karina's got a future in hotels. All right. Right. <laughs> ah, okay. Right. Thank you. Okay, so girls. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye, Karina. Thank you for listening to the Dream Team Podcast. You can catch Lisa and Marissa every Monday and Thursday. Don't forget to subscribe and review and dream on.